to the Lost at Home podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. My name is Scott. And I'm Jeremiah. Hey, why do I go first? Why do you go first? Yeah, why do I always say uh, my name first? Uh, you you know, the, the funny thing is, at one point early on, I thought about saying my name first uh, so we could like go back and forth, but I'm like, that's just one more thing for us to worry about. Do you want to try, so it? Just, do you want to try it this week? No, no. No, no, let's, let's, I never let's, let's, let's redo this week. Let's, All right, let's, let's have do you, it. All right. Ready? Ready? Three, two, one. Hello, my name is Scott. And I'm Jeremiah. Perfect. Ah, <laughs> we fucked. Here, you know let's, what, let's, let's give it one more try. Right. Ready? 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 Three, two, one. Oh, you, you're counting backwards, though. Oh, you always count backwards. I always do. Shit, god damn it. Okay, let's try this again. Ready, ready? Yeah, yeah. Three, two, one. Hello, my name is Jeremiah. And my name is Jeremiah. Oh, fucking god. God damn it. I gotta say, 194 episodes in. Yeah. I I feel like we can get this. Ready? One more time. All right. Three, one, two. Hi, I'm Jeremiah. And I am Scott. Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. That felt weird. I think usually it's Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. My name is Scott, and I'm Jeremiah. Yeah, you, f- boom, boom, you boom. fuck that yeah. one up. All right, let's All right, go. One, one, more one more time. time. One yeah. more time. Perfect. One, two, three. Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. My name is Jeremiah. My name is Scott, and we are here for another fun-filled episode of facts and weirdness you may not have found on the internet this week. Yeah, that's right. We got uh, we got some web droppings. We got some holiday stuff coming at you. Stories. Stories, they call them. This is a very Not fictional though. This These is are a true very, This is a very storied podcast. It is. It's very storied. Now, if this is your first time listening, what we do on this show is we interview celebrities on the weeks where we have them. Yeah. This week we do not. Uh, we, we had one uh, last in Octoberish. Yeah, it was right. a little while ago. We had Ryan Ridley on last. Yeah. Right. Uh, a head writer and voice actor for Rick and Morty, which was a very fun episode. Yep. Uh, we're very appreciative to have him on. But yeah, we've um, taken a little time off from the uh, the guests. We will be having them back once we, uh, you know, it, take, it takes time to wrangle them up. And obviously the uh, the, the uh, holiday season is busy for everybody. So I think coming in the 2018, we'll be ramping that right back up again. I did put out a teaser on our fan group that we are in talks right now to schedule a date for the writer, director, producer of... Of, uh, Tucker and Dale versus yes, Evil. which is uh, I, I think I, I'm going to actually speak for both of us here. Probably uh, one of our favorite horror comedies, if not one of the best horror comedies ever made. Let alone just flat out good horror movies in yeah. general. So. And he also made Little Evil, which is on Netflix which is right now. Which is really, Scott, um, really which is great, really yeah, good, absolutely. Um, what we got is a yes, and a few dates bounced around. They didn't work, and what we're doing right now is we're waiting patiently for him to get back to us. Yep. Uh, he is uh, a little slow with the social media, and it's not his fault. That may be just what he does. He uh, apparently checks his feed about once a month. That sounds about. Uh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I, I, I myself do that. I go on Twitter rampages. Oh, I thought that was a dig at me. <laughs> oh, oh no, no, I, I, I don't even know what you do on social media. You used to be really good at it. Yeah, not- I just stopped hashtagging myself under all those disgusting porn videos. <laughs> just uh, hashtag tugging it to Ted Cruz. <laughs> Old tugging Ted. <laughs> That's what they call him now. Hey, hashtag Tug and Ted, everybody. Come on, let's get that trending. Please. Please. How about, uh, how about please. Hashtag Come Covered Cruise. Can we get that one going, too? Oh, shit. Am I going to like make this really awkward to go into our heartfelt segment? You probably already have. Shit. We should if- know. Okay, here, uh, here's something to learn for 2018. A little pledge. Uh, don't start a, uh, a, a heartfelt segment with Come Covered Cruise. I think Come Covered Anything... Shouldn't start a uh, 
shouldn't start a heartfelt segment. And where are you going with this? I'm, I'm on the, I'm on I'm the edge of my seat. I'm apologizing for fucking no. up our heartfelt segment that we're about to go into that is really honestly uh, something th- th- good that we want to do for, uh, that we want to make this an annual thing. We want to, essentially, we mentioned this on last week's show, but those of you who uh, uh, need a refresher or haven't uh, heard before, we want to do something once a year because we got a lot of listeners, a lot of people with uh, good hearts, and uh, that despite the fact that we are a raunchy, offensive podcast, we like to think of ourselves as as good giving people that want to help the world a little bit. So, and by that we mean we want you to help the world, and we'll take credit for it. So last week we hinted that we would start our first annual uh, Lost at Home Gives Back event. Yeah, essentially, and I, I think we we're actually going to start calling these uh, Lost at Home Cash for a Cause. Right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what we're going to do each December uh, from this point forward, because our listenership has hit a certain volume that we're very happy with, is Thank you, uh, highlight a GoFundMe suggested by a listener and the idea came because a listener suggested this to us ahead of time and then we kind of uh rolled this into what we think would be the best way to say thank you to everyone who's been listening and to ask everyone who is listening if they'd be willing to help a good cause uh we have vetted this listener uh, we've looked at various documents. Uh, this is 100% above boards. Yeah. Uh, this isn't someone just asking for money and then what they end up doing is building a jacuzzi or a hot tub or, uh, uh, as we like to call them in Vermont, jacuzzi tubs. Wait, we do? We, we do. It's a very, very common Vermont bit of vernacular. It is. I'm going with you on this one. <laughs> Continue, but, um, Scott. Now, uh, what we ended up doing was we created the GoFundMe for this party uh, only because they wanted a level of anonymity due to their uh, current legal situation. Uh, since they're going to court and don't want to uh, air their dirty laundry in the public, yeah. and that's if you probably, will. That's probably best for anybody going yeah. through an active court case is to yeah. keep things on the on the you know the specifics yeah. of the DL there. But. So if you uh, go to look at this GoFundMe, which you can find at GoFundMe.com/slash/lost-at-home-2017 cash four. A cause four is in the number four. Um, you can see this GoFundMe, and we hope everyone helps donate. And uh, when we get to the end of the description, uh, we'll give you a few ideas of what the tiers are going to be. Uh, we're not going to apply dollar amounts. Uh, by the time this airs, this will be fleshed out, and it will actually be up and running. So uh, here, let me just go ahead and read the uh, the preamble here. <clears throat> We at the Lost at Home Podcast have enjoyed the journey we've been on for the past few years, the amazing guests we've had, and the growth of our audience. As we close in on our 200th episode, we begin to discuss what we could do to say thank you to all of you, our audience. Not long after, we were serendipitously contacted by a listener whose family is in a tough spot. They shared their story with us and asked if there was anything we could do to help, and we decided that there was, which is this GoFundMe. Uh, While we cannot share a lot of the details of this ongoing legal process, we can share some of the facts which have been shared with us and verified through court and state documentation. Um, The listener's children have suffered various abuses. Um, These reports are validated within the court documents. Uh, In order to protect the children from further abuse, uh, they have pled with the court to change custody arrangements, and this action was met by their ex-spouse, who had significant income advantages and a team of two lawyers to 
basically successfully keep the facts obscured from the court that would protect these children. Uh, the listener was trying to keep lawyers out of the process in general, but was unable to afford that option. And they were forced to seek legal counsel after realizing the, uh, the hard way courtrooms work. You really can't defend yourself in today's day and age. If you have two lawyers against us, it just isn't going to work. Um, it reminds us kind of like the classic like David versus Goliath story. And we decided we want to help raise money for this listener who reached out to us to cover their legal fees and therapy costs for their children. Well, with that, we're excited to announce our first annual Lost at Home podcast, Cash for a Cause, fundraising campaign. Uh, over the next several weeks, what we're going to do is we're going to help raise money for this listener and their family to help cover medical and legal bills and ensure their, sh their children's safety. Um, what we've done is we set up this GoFundMe uh, in partnership with this listener, and we're going to set up a link on our website. Uh, normally, where you see the ads at the top of our website, where it's like Bambox, iTunes, etc., uh, there'll be a banner link right in the middle, and you can click on that, and it'll send you right to this GoFundMe. Uh, anything you can contribute will help support this listener in need. Uh, they really, really, really need to be able to afford a lawyer. Uh, otherwise, this uh, wealthier other parent will be able to use their two lawyers to fully leverage this uh, parent in need, and their children may never get the help that they need. And we we care, and we, we know this person. We've talked to them at length uh, online and on the phone. And uh, basically what we can do now is tell you that there are donation levels on the GoFundMe that we are <laughs> leveraging through the podcast. And these are set up so that we can use our already existing base of interviewees and fans yes, that's right. to basically give back in a way where if you don't feel like a donation of, you know, say $5, which would be a shout out on the show um might not sound like enough uh we have higher level and we're going to announce the dollar amount on the gofundme itself yeah yeah uh, by the time you're listening to this this will all be posted you'll but be able to go through and read these we've got a pretty good idea of what the rewards rewards themselves we, are we though. do yeah. we're not going to go past the first one monetarily because yeah, we'd yeah. rather just let you know that we're going to do a couple things here and uh when the monetary part comes up you can decide for yourself whether yeah it check feels it out like on, go on the GoFundMe or it's page not um, so what we've got for uh, levels of donation, we have uh, a shout-out during an episode, of course. Yep, uh, we're going to have an outgoing voicemail message. Our buddy Bruce Bruce Moran has agreed to record an outgoing voicemail uh, for anybody at this tier. So. Uh, we also have a, a series of a level where you can have an ad made by us for your podcast, your business, uh, your website, whatever you're doing in life that you want a little more uh, push to. Uh, we have 3.1 million listeners per month, so if you are expecting a big audience for an ad, you got one. Yep. Uh, we'll probably be doing those ads, uh, each ad for four weeks. Yeah. And, and I, if I, we and get a lot of responses to this, we can probably do, over the course of a couple months, uh, various ads that just come and go. And I, and I would even say, like, even after we run it on our show for the four weeks, like, oh, I mean, we'll, I don't have any problem just giving you the audio file if you want to use it for any damn thing you want to do, too. So after we record it, you can go ahead and use it for yeah. anything. That, fully, that way you got our voice, you know, telling people to get your stuff yeah that fully produced ad which will sound uh golden will be yours to use anywhere you want whether it be public radio or other podcasts that's right and uh, and me uh slash sonic jalopy that's my uh my music name and art name um and our buddy kyle brock friend of the show uh he's agreed to help me make a uh a professional uh you know sounding song for you on any topic 
any anything you want. Kyle uh, is. You want a, a song about octopuses and waffles? You got it. Yeah. You want a song about kittens and blow dryers? You got it. You want a song about dicks and. S- Just that. <laughs> the sound a <of> snake yeah. makes. <laughs> You got it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Kyle, uh, those uh, longtime listeners, uh, my, of course, probably know Kyle. He's helped us out a lot on the show. He's also an amazing uh, musician. He's uh, well known for his stuff uh, in the band Midwave, if you check them out as well. But he's also worked with uh, the band, um, you know, professional remixes for OK Go, collaborated with The Foreign, you might know from the uh, HBO show Vice Principals, and also uh, is part of MacTac, a, a friendly, uh, uh, helpful uh, little podcast that we like to listen to as well we are also offering some higher tier prizes um we have a theatrical poster for the toxic avengers signed by writer producer director and actor lloyd kaufman and this is this is one that regardless of the tier like i feel like we could put out there on some blogs and stuff like that to be like yo because there there are those trauma nerds that would go i mean i'm probably going to actually reach this tier myself so I can get this. Granted, I could probably I could probably just call Lloyd up and have him sign one for me. But, uh, yeah, he, yeah he's, but, he's, he's, a, he's a national treasure. He, yeah, he's, he's amazing. Um, uh, we also have a guest star on an episode yeah. with a random upcoming celebrity guest. Yep. Like, you can just be on a show where we have a guest and maybe you don't know who they are. Maybe you do. Uh, yep. You never know. It might be like the most famous person on earth. It might be the, someone you never heard of. But we've, we've uh, got a, It's kind of a lottery draw on that one. But what, one that's not a lottery draw is that we've already got little confirmation on uh if if i'm not mistaken definitive confirmation okay definitive confirmation our buddy mark steger friend of the show from doing an interview with us back when the original uh, uh season of stranger things came out he is the demogorgon himself the demogorgon damn it you can be on an episode with mark steger the demogorgon and you can ask, and him, you can ask any him anything you want to questions. know about stranger things and all that kind of stuff and he will be happy to answer them because he's a great guy a great actor and just a, just an all-around great guy i said it already but he's uh he's willing to to give his time and uh effort into this cause that we've explained to him so i hope you all will be Happy to give, uh, you know, open your hearts and your wallet a little bit to help out as well. Yep, and that does not conclude the amount of tiers we are setting up. We are still reaching out yep. to previous guests and uh, friends of the show, and we will be adding to this as we go. In fact, if you want to just keep this uh, GoFundMe bookmarked on your browser, uh, you might check in tomorrow and find something completely different than what was there the day before. Yeah. Uh, we're going to keep peppering in things that we feel are adequate and acceptable and awesome and things that you will want to spend this money on. And the point is, you're spending this money to help a parent save their kid from an abusive other parent. Um, the best you can do here is pour out your heart, spend a little money, and help someone out who's in a hard place. Uh, the best we can do is give you the best of what we can as donations, prizes, uh, all the rewards, all that rewards good stuff. in yeah. general. Yep. So uh, and if, please uh, help. Yeah, and, and and reach out if you have any questions about it. Of course, uh, we'll be happy to you know answer questions um, you know from the show directly. If you check out our uh, Lost at Home podcast uh, Facebook group, if you you know hit us up on Twitter, any of that kind of stuff, and we'll be happy to answer any questions about it. Or if you have a suggestion for a tier because you're like, I would love this, and it would make me give this, we might be willing to just do that kind of thing for you yeah, and if you're a listener who uh maybe wants to donate some money or maybe just wants to donate a tier uh write to us yep. either uh through twitter at the lost at home uh you can send us emails at lost at home podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. 
just hit us up and let us know if you feel like this is a cause you want to not only support but contribute towards. Uh, we're more than happy to integrate you into the tiers. And I also want to note, too, that uh, anything beyond the uh, the goal that is set, which we assume is probably about going to cover what is necessary, uh, anything beyond what is absolutely necessary, we will be uh, donating to... I, I was going to suggest Prevent Child Abuse uh, Vermont, which is our uh, local uh, yep, organization. right here in Montpelier. In Montpelier, uh, who I've actually done some charity work with before. I've they're catered really, for them before, really, yeah. Really great people, and they do great work there, and obviously can use uh, any help they can get as well. So, any- so this is always going to go toward that that concept or that uh, you know the, the what you're putting your money toward will go toward helping somebody like yes so. and any overflow will go to them di- directly yes. uh, we are taking no profits from this at yes, all absolutely not um, so anyway so that uh, that takes care of uh, our little heartfelt uh, introduction if you will and we can get into uh, some some real show stuff if you want Scott. Well, I guess we can, except your first show note doesn't have any links after it, so I'm kind of curious. It this, says it says Jer's list yes. of gifts for someone you hate. Yeah, I did not leave a lot of... Uh, I didn't leave any links here because these, these are just things that I randomly started brainstorming for myself, which are my bad gift ideas for the holidays. and uh, Like use birth control on Facebook. Used birth control? Yeah, have you seen those Facebook posts where, no. you know, there's the Facebook yard sales? Yeah, of course, yeah. People sell uh, positive birth control, like, you know, devices, like where they've peed on it and they're oh, pregnant. Oh, that's not birth control. That's uh, the, uh, those no, are pregnancy tests. Pregnancy tests. Yes, Thank yes, you. Yes. They, they'll pee on the <laughs> pregnancy test. Look at the get, get birth control is like, no. <laughs> that's like... Pee, I think like it. It gets <laughs> it gets know, filtered in the in the liver and bloodstream it's, it's and kidneys on and Facebook who oh, yeah. pee on a pregnancy test get a positive and then you can give you are positive and, and then, then they can send on, like, them to you nine more and sell them for fifty bucks on Facebook so and it's always with, with your like, friend. Yep. it always says like keep your man or hashtag keep your man. Uh, oh goody, okay, yeah, that's a solid start to a relationship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Our relationship is in shambles. Oh, a huge lie. That would save us. I mean, the other thing too is like you're not having a baby. So like, you're not really going to be able to keep that. Like, eventually it's going to be clear that you're not pregnant. You just got to keep getting fat. You just, you just <laughs> and then adopt a baby and then lose a lot of it. Like adopt a baby, get liposuction, but he like, you're not allowed in the delivery room. Anyway, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about ideas that I decided to come up with. Um, some of these I actually want to, I, I actually do for people. Uh, a lot of these, I, they started out as passive aggressive ideas. Then they turned into just kind of like fun prank ideas. Just aggressive and ideas. And then they just became kind of mean. So I do apologize to folks out there. Remember, this is a comedy show, sort of. It's a news comedy show, and this is a joke. So, you know, some of these. Um, first of all, uh, I uh, Quicken makes a will-making software that I think would be fun to get somebody. Because that's just a weird thing to get somebody. Like, hey, prepare your will. Don't forget about me. <laughs> Pre- prepare your will. You're going to die someday. Don't forget your favorite nephew. Um, I don't What's Quicken? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is it in the cloud? Um, well, I figured like you'd get it for somebody that's like a little bit older than you. Like if somebody's like a year older than you, would be like, oh, you old piece of shit. Here's your Quicken software. Yeah, you're um, a 21-year-old millennial and you want to buy your 22-year-old boyfriend a... Uh, a little gag gift. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know why this one's funny to me, but it is... And it's so stupid, but for some reason I thought it'd be fun to like, because this is a grand gesture where you buy, you know, at the star registry, you can name a star after somebody, but spell their name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's, 
Because <laughs> it seems like such a great gesture. First of all, see if they, ha- if Hera, they mention Hera it. Maya Johnson. Yeah, because because it's gonna be like on a like, they give you like a fucking like a uh, little you know diploma y like yeah. plaque or whatever like certificate. Need, you know, see that star below the little <laughs> dipper? That's aimed after you. Jeremiah Johnstone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just like really subtle because see, let's see if the person like mentions it. They're yeah. like, uh, he spelled I my name wrong. Kelly doing that for me, but like, you, you see that With, next like, to Orion's e- belt, that little twinkly one, a little lower to the right. That's Scott Badger. Yeah, Scott Badger. <laughs> I actually just think of like just really subtle. Just name your like your name B E A R instead. You know, because yeah. in other or words, one, one less T for Scott. Because I yeah, just, I just Sco- like to, to, to somebody to somebody who really thinks that like. Like you don't give a shit about them enough to fucking know how to spell their name. Um, I just I could just see if they would actually mention it. Uh, diet pills, because you know that's not anything you want to get anybody. Um, there's, there's a book called How Not to Be a Dick. I hope, no, no, I hope it's one of those like like uh, pie of the month kind of like registries. Yeah, where it's like diet pill of the month. Oh, I actually do have one down here uh, way later that uh, you get some. Uh, if you have like a, a vegetarian or a vegan you don't like, you buy them an annual subscription, one year subscription to the Meat of the Month Club because you can do that. You know, pl- various places. Because nice. that way you're like, hey, listen, I paid for a year of slaughtered animals. But no, then I one, wouldn't do that. But then once like- a month you have to take your crying vegan friend out to the coastal part of like Baltimore and watch them try to like release into the ocean this <laughs> this like this piece of spam. Because that's where spam comes from. <laughs> it's the ocean. <laughs> um uh, so there's a book called How Not to Be a Dick. That's kind of whatever. Oh, I, I want to get people a sweater uh, with my face on it. So they have to wear me around all the time. And just see if they're polite enough to actually wear it from time to time. Um, I, I would actually go one further and say a sweater with a picture of you on it. Holding a picture of them and you're flipping them <laughs> off. <laughs> Something. Yeah. Um, or a fam- one of their family photos with your face in place of theirs on a sweater. Nice. Yeah, or a poster nice. like that. Uh, but anyway, you know, stuff that like they would feel obligated to sort of wear around you, but it's like, ridiculous. I also have always wanted to make sweaters with my face on it to wear around with me wearing that sweater. With me. So you're staring into infinity. Oh, yeah. No, it needs to be a picture of you in the sweater. In the sweater. Yeah. On the sweater. So you need to order one with the picture. Yeah. And then wear it, take and, then, picture, and then take a picture it, yeah. of that, and then order another. It, it, it would be it would be tough because you would have to go into infinity by the time you're done, and it'd mm-hmm. be it'd be tough. You might actually just be better doctoring it all on Photoshop and then putting it on it. Probably the easier way to do it. But anyway, um, uh, I'll, uh, uh, oh, uh, an Ashley Madison gift subscription to a married <laughs> friend. As long as they open it up, like make sure it's like in a, a setting. This would be more for like a birthday. It thing. has to be a card. You know what I mean? Well, that's the th- and it's got to be like in a birthday setting because you want a lot of people there. But, be but like, like oh, a- open mine next, and like and their spouse is right there. Yeah. And it's like I know you've always wanted this. Oh, but when when and I then, say and a then card, fucking bolt. When I say a card, I mean like one of those publisher clearinghouses checks. Oh yeah, yeah. size card. Yeah, like what's this? Or like what is this? It's like it fills their living yeah. room, and, and they have just, to tear it apart. One, yeah, and it's just like you know. Uh, one month free of Ashley, Ashley Madison. Madison, and then and the good thing is that in, and after he's like all embarrassed about it, give one to the wife and be like, I know you both need this. You both yeah. fucking hate each other. You can um, be part of the one percent of Ashley Madison, the women. There's yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, it's which is true, right? It's something it really ridiculous. is. It's like one percent like of all users, like one out of a hundred people. Um, and guys uh, cheating on girls with guys. Yeah, flirting definitely. Uh, hey, bro, you hot? Yeah, bro, you hot? Yeah, yeah I mean, bro, uh, I'm I mean, hot. not bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so 
Uh, there's this thing called the Infant Circumcision Trainer, which I think we've mentioned on we've the show before. We mentioned this on last year's show. Yes, yes. Yep. Uh, which I just think uh, would be funny to just ship discreetly to somebody's home. So, so they open it up and they, get a, and they get a baby pelvis with like the balls, the penis, and everything <laughs> just poking up at them. And just be like, for practice. Don't even say what it's for. Just, <laughs> just have for a practice. card in there so they, for practice. Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, sucking a dick like Nancy Sinatra? We all yeah. know she sucked a baby dick or There's two. baby's dick's made for sucking. <laughs> and sucking's what I'll do. We, uh, we this definitely... This <laughs> baby's got a tiny little dick. Go, go, go. <laughs> uh, just for the listeners at home, uh, <laughs> anywhere, uh, before the show, we did some rather crass brainstorming on a Nancy Sinatra skit of wondering like okay 2017 you said 2016 is the year of dead celebrities yeah 2017 year, year is the year of celebrities dead that are to dead us. to us and and next year is going to be the year where finally like a few women I know there have been a few women that have been no, called out all of them all um, of them so all, all the women now like the men are so gonna go come forward Weaver, and be like Use. rapist yep Amy Smart rapist and we say Nancy Sinatra likes sucking Nancy baby dicks. Nancy Sinatra, king of the rapists. Yep, she likes sucking those baby dicks. Um, These so anyway. dicks are made for sucking. Sucking's what wow. I'll do. This baby dick's gonna go down my throat. Goo 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 goo. goo, goo. goo. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking horrible. Um, Fucking Nancy Sinatra, get off those baby dicks. Let me let me get. You're not gonna live forever. I'm, I'm gonna move on to. Uh, okay, can we, can we do a quick note check? Oh, uh, you can. Uh, yeah, yeah. I do not know if Nancy Sinatra's alive. I don't. I don't know if she is. Actually, we might be disparaging the dead. I actually. I. 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 I you know. You I, know. I'm not sure. Like literally, I do not know if Nancy Sinatra's still alive. You know, it, it's one of those things where I—I uh, I mean, I would assume just because like uh, this she didn't baby seem like she was in the afterlife. She didn't seem like she was that old. You but, know like, what I'm gonna do? Doesn't say she's dead. Gonna nah. take this paring knife and go, 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 go. That's uh, that's her. That's her. That's her in her afterlife, fine. finding a new career as a moil. She's born. She's born. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because they uh, they have to suck a baby's dick, don't they? Um, yep. Or I mean the the real the traditionals. Oh, so. that could be like an entire like Christmas song about Moyles. You want to make that a Christmas song about, about Moyles? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I fucking yes, do. you do. Yes, yes. Yeah. I am a hundred percent on board. ignorance. I love it. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm gonna uh, okay. There's one more like f- babies, like silly- babies balls, foreskin falls. I have a knife gonna cut this baby's dick be in front of my wife gonna cut off the foreskin everyone is in they're throwing a party and there's a big old bris everyone's bris in bris in we're having a bris in this house oh it's not gonna stop is it (laughs) I really, has I had to, I had to stop you. It has a rap interlude. <laughs> it does. It's got a bris yeah. rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a bris rap interlude for the, for the Christmas song. Yeah. How about this? Uh, something about. I, I definitely think. What do you, what are you serving for Christmas? Brisket. But that I don't mean the food. I mean we've got a brisket. We're gonna cut that kid's dick. You know, like a brisket. I kind of like, yeah. like that. That's right? a little harder than I was going for. I was going for like 80s old Oh, yeah. School. And I was going to go, yeah. I'll stomp your mom in the pussy and I'll fucking cut your baby's dick off. Like one of those, you know? Real but hard. not in a bad way. In a good way. In a good, good way. way it's wanted to be done. And I'll <laughs> suck your baby's dick in a good way, not a bad way. Taking the blood out. Suck that baby dick. Nancy Sinatra on the track. <laughs> <laughs> baby's dick. 
<laughs> Terrible. Uh, okay, yeah, we can't get um, lower than that. We need to move no, on. No, no, let me let me move on to. Uh, I might. It, it takes. Okay, I actually thought it'd be really fun to buy embarrassing Amazon Dash buttons for people. You know those buttons that like allow you to quickly reorder shit. Oh yeah. So the, unfortunately, they can don't you have, program those? They, they don't have a lot of like ones that appear. Like you can program to be just about anything, but they you don't can't have, have them like to be like order new lube. They uh, well actually they do have ones for KY. Um, fifty five K or fifty five gallon drums. I don't think it tells you the the size on. Because I know that's the highest amount of KY lube you can buy on Amazon. It's, 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 it's a fifty-five it's gallon the barrel drum version of it. It is a drum. But but I did. I think the most like so most of the branded ones that are actually like you know established by well, like the companies tied. themselves. Yeah. So the, the most uh, the most embarrassing and one I found was AZO bladder control. So I thought you could like sneak that into somebody's house. Um, also, just out of like out of curiosity, there's one for Slim Jims. Who needs Slim Jims? That oh, is Slim Jims. Cock. Like, they can't get on a computer like, I'll order some Slim Jims, or go down to the fucking store. It's where you're so angry you're out of Slim Jims, you're willing to punch a button that says yeah. it so yeah. more will be delivered the Overnight. next day. Overnight! Overnight! <laughs> Please, when are they going to start those 30-minute Amazon drone deliveries to get my fucking Slim Jims in my face? Anyway, that, I want to move on to a couple of mean ones um, because we've already gotten to the mean stuff. Um, I thought you could get an Amazon Echo to a mute person. Uh, an audible subscription to a deaf person or or a uh, rollerblades to a paraplegic or a number one dad slash mom uh, mug to a parent who recently lost their child <laughs> just just terrible it has to be their only child they can ha- not have any other children be like oh, I got this before the incident but I hope you still like it and they open it up and it's a number one dad mug but you, you need to you like, let your you, child you need die. it to get shipped to your house. You get like right under it in Sharpie. Oh still. no! Still, no. well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number yeah. one, dead. I don't still. care. Still. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so those I've got I've got a few more but that's uh, that's uh, oh, no, no. oh do you have oh, a few more I oh, want to hear all of these actually there are, there are some that I made here's the thing I grew up poor so I can make fun of poor people um, right fair enough okay. let's go <laughs> forward with this because um, I just thought it would be funny uh, if you start getting people accessories for things that they can't afford the actual thing like an iPad case for somebody who will never be able to own an iPad spinner rims for someone who never will have a yeah, car yeah or, or or just be mean and get lawn furniture for someone that will always live in a one bedroom apartment. You know, just, they don't even have a place to put oh, it. Oh, but they'll be like, oh, a new living room set. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're so you kind. Patio furniture, you're supposed to open an umbrella in their living room. Yeah. Fucking poor people. I grew up poor, I can say that. Um, all right, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it, I think. Um, oh, I also thought it'd be funny to uh, make a donation in, in somebody's name to a group they absolutely despise. Oh, uh, that actually is the best. Yeah. And that has been a big political movement in the past. Yeah, like yeah. people doing, uh, 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 what is it, uh... Portion clinic, uh, uh, not first and fitness. But <laughs> Jesus, and Parenthood. There you go. That's the yeah. one I'm looking for. Portion clinic, you know that one. <laughs> Honey, you need to get rid of this baby. Get down to first and fitness. <laughs> uh, for, for the listeners, first and fitness is a local gym in Montpelier, yeah. and uh, we're not affiliated with them in what way, in any way whatsoever. Oh, so, God, you know what? I hope they don't hear. However, this. you take it. Who yeah. cares? Honey, you're putting out a lot of pounds to that new baby. Uh, maybe get out of first and fitness, get rid of the pounds, and the baby. And the baby, yeah. yeah. Oops. It looks like this. No, no, I'm going to go. Set the it. incline on the treadmill to abortion. <laughs> <laughs> tumble, tumble. No. <laughs> okay. Just hit the speed on 12, set the incline to high, and it's like falling down a set of stairs. Oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I did not think we were going to get lower. 
What? Oh, hey, everybody! Remember that heartfelt thing we said at the beginning of the show? Just remember, we still—that's still us. That's still us. <laughs> we're, it we're, really is. This is this people. is this is the the other. This we're is, really good yeah, people. This is the hide part. The, you know, the Jekyll, right? Jekyll was the doctor. <laughs> do you want to do your next story? Where you talk about lynching trees? Uh, no, I, I think I'm good with that. No, okay. Wait, the, are you serious? No, that's no, a great story. Okay, no, okay. Well, the story is here. Um, uh, Wait, where we lynch trees. No, there's nothing. There's nothing about lynchings here, Scott. Uh, you can take it how you want. Okay, but. describe your story and tell me it's not lynching trees. It's uh, use all your words, it, combine them into sentences. It started. It, it, okay, anybody out there who was wondering what this whole upside down Christmas tree rage? If you've seen this on Twitter and uh, and some stores and stuff, the, you know what? To, to be fair, the only time I've seen an upside down tree online was someone who did a display with a right set up tree. A barrier and then an upside down tree and did uh, a Christmas uh, Stranger Things oh, nice. upside downside where the trees were lit differently and nice. the rooms were Very decorated cool. similarly but opposite. And yeah, I cool. really dug it. It was a really cool. Uh, and one display. has one has no lights on it because uh, Winona Ryder is just hugging them in the corner because my baby, my Emmy. <laughs> just, I just want my Emmy. Please, my Emmy. I don't know how many of my little boys I need to have die in this show. I just need an Emmy. God, can, do we have to kill Barb again to really get an Emmy or what? Spoiler <laughs> alert to anybody who hasn't seen the first season, by the way. Fuck you if you haven't seen the first season. You're never going to watch it if you haven't yeah, seen Barb's the first season. Yeah, Barb's dead. No one cares about Barb's her. Barb's dead, and then she doesn't come back in the second one. So go fuck yourself. Um, oh, yeah, upside down Christmas trees. Turns out it's a thing that actually is like a tradition in uh, Europe. Yeah, dating back to the 1500s, yeah. uh, like Latvia was one of, of the like, earliest they would countries. Often suspend them from they would the suspend ceiling. them from the ceiling. And sometimes, but what we've seen now is people have like displays where they are a like fake Christmas tree in like a stand and everything, and it's just all you see is the upside down Christmas tree in the yep. stand. Yeah. In this, uh, in certain countries, I think Poland was one of them. In southern Poland, it's often called sad, which I thought was a very interesting term. Because I, I think a lot of people for with, an upside down with, Christmas with the, tree, they're, they're like this created like a Twitter storm. A lot of people were like, "What going?" Target upside down Christmas trees because instead of googling it like I did, they just rage tweeted about Christmas. They're like, no. I don't want to do research, clickety clack. My no. opinions matter. These you. uh, these upside side down trees were decorated with wrapped shiny Google. paper, straw, ribbons, gold painted pine cones, right. and were hung upside down over what was called the wigelia, which is a dinner table. Uh, no. but they wouldn't hang the tree above the dinner table until Christmas Eve. That's right. Um, I like that in certain areas, including the Krakow region, which I feel is like an ancient part of Poland, uh, was decorated with apples, nuts, pears, and gingerbread. Hmm. And uh, basically, that's the idea where some of these Christmas treats come from, is this oh, early practice okay. of hanging the tree oh, the upside, upside down. down ones. And, and how they had decorated yeah. them at the time. And, and when, you have, when you find out, uh, when you're like, oh, remember when we sprinkled beetles on our Christmas ham? It's because beetles used to fall out of the trees... Onto the plates of the uh, peasants as they ate. And that's why we have the Christmas tradition of sprinkling beetles on ham. Mm. Classic. Johnson. I, I love my honeyed beetle ham. It's a wonderful John Stone family tradition. It's great. I thought you said John Snow at first. <laughs> hey, he actually, knows, I, he knows I had this weird thought earlier today. They're talking okay. about making a new trilogy of Star Wars movies using Ryan Johnson, the director of The Last Jedi, to make a new trilogy separate with new okay. characters, yeah. not connected, yeah. absolutely oh, by the side. There's going to be 4,500 Star Wars movies all, now. All but, I yeah. could think of was, I really want Kit Harington to be the lead. I would fucking kill well, to a, see he, him be a Jedi. He's a good actor. We've Damn already seen him be a good actor 
act in weird environments and yep. work a sword. And in like, bad, yeah, we're like all a sad. badass. Uh, like he, he can be badass. You know, he can know nothing. Um, yep, no, nope. it. It, would, it would be kind of incredible. Yeah, yeah, but that's my own personal laundry list of things I want for that, Christmas. That'd be fine. Okay. Um, now we're moving our show along into a post-Christmas theme and into web droppings. Web dropping. I brought the first story to the table, and it's actually a it's a quickie, but it's a goodie. I think a lot of ours are quickies. Yeah. Um, China launches the world's first all-electric cargo ship, and its sole purpose will be to ship coal. Yes. Which there's I got, almost nothing else we can say which, except, I mean, except I, they're going to use this technology in the future to do uh, pleasure cruises and other non detrimental to our society yeah, and the world and, and, type and, and, cargo and I would say this, if, if, if the alternative is for them to use a fossil fuel powered ship to move fossil, to fuels. Move fossil fuels it's still better hey sir how much coal does it take to make this ship cross the ocean with the coal on it? All the well, coal about the, the coal that's on the ship. <laughs> they get there and it's empty, <laughs> yeah. like, back to the motherland or whatever. Well, people I'm turning around while going back to England. We need more coal to run the ship. So did you think about we need a coal to run it back to or England? Or the fact that we're Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> China, up until 35 years ago, was an English colony. Probably. We are the same English Chinamen that work there now and work here now. Not gonna Google it, just go rage tweet. We make the ships, we shovel the coal, we, they make the electric panels, they got the tiny hands. Really? So says the racist Englishman ah, riding yes. the which, ships. Which listeners, you never want to be like them. Remember that nice thing we said at the beginning of the show? Goo. <laughs> Not the Nancy Sinatra dick sucking thing, but the uh, the other Those one. babies' dicks are made yeah. for sucking. Yeah, no, it, it was, it I'm was, gonna suck too. It was. <laughs> oh, she's she's double dicking the, the children now. It's hard to double dick when a dick is smaller than you. <laughs> Wait, how many dicks did she literally suck dicks bigger than her? <laughs> they she, dicks she's a full-size woman. Tiny. They barely fit in my hands. One of these days, I'm gonna need a couple more hands. I, I like, yeah, I like the thought of her like jerking off like five babies with each hand. You know, just like between the, between the. I don't actually like thinking about that, but yeah, uh, between the cum covered crews and and Nancy Sinatra sucking baby dicks, we said some good things, ladies and gentlemen. Talking about a sweatshop, that's what I call myself. When I'm jerking off 19 babies, no one's putting me <laughs> on a shelf. Because I'm using... She's I'm using... using. She's, using both, <laughs> she's using both hands and both feet, but she's one short of having to use... She needs one toe <laughs> open. <laughs> my toe Never know when is you're gonna in need that, that boot. That boot is made for my toe. That's a, that's if a, I don't keep my toe in that boot, no one's gonna know... Oh, damn, nothing rhymes to that. Boot? <laughs> not with my cadence. Or no, okay. You gotta, okay, you gotta yeah, think yeah, about yeah. the pantameter yeah. I was making. Like, yes, nothing yeah, yeah. would actually work there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure I'm, we could we could revise it, you know, some one of these days. Oh, what are we, uh, we're gonna, oh yeah, so Chinese uh, Chinese coal uh, on uh, Chinese electric cars. Which is ship. kind of hilarious. Like, literally, they made a, a, a electric boat to ship coal. Like, yeah, which again, I know is better than, other, and, and it, it's, it seems, um, you know, ironic in a way, or, or oxymoronic, you know? Oxymoronic? But, but the, you know, at, at the end of the day, I'm sure, yeah, this is a, you know, they can actually make money shipping coal. 
So they're going to use that, hopefully, to probably drive the industry, and it you should become we, something better. Oh, you know how we clean this coal boat after we bring it back in the harbor and need to have its solar panels recharged? We swab the deck with oil guns. These are based on pure, pure kinetic energy. We got 19 slave kids in the back. They're just pedaling away at bikes, and it pumps the oil onto the deck. Gets rid of all the coal so the ship can run clean the next time. That's what we call clean coal. Oh, uh, why Why do he talk all like this? <laughs> You're a funny talking Chinese man. No, that's that's the British colonists who still run the uh, the clean coal industry. Oh, okay. okay. I would assume, you know, there's still some remnants of the uh, pre-colonialization of uh, China. Moving on. Moving on. Um, uh, I've got the next story here. Um, Moving on up. The uh, okay, so we 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 know all about the Me Too campaign. If you want to call it not campaign, but it's a movement, you know. Of and by that I mean uh, women oh, are actually. Yes. Yes. Uh, I mean women are actually being listened to when they say uh, men are the piece of the shit that we have always known that they are. Men in power, specifically, but uh, I'm sure that'll trickle down all over the place. And now uh, it is going. To, it is taking its way into the. Uh, political sphere, not in the way that we know with like Roy Moore and Al Franken and these guys of people being accused, but of people actually. Uh, well, actually, I did read uh, today that like a record number of women are, are running for office um, now. And, which and scientists, um, which is good in yeah. both departments. And, and, I, and I feel like at the end of the day, while it's you know it's hard to find you know some positives that come out of such horrible things, you get the best when you can. Hey, and before I think we're Trump gets see... elected, a lot of people were saying, hey, if he gets elected, maybe this is a burn it all down and build yeah, it yeah, all and, up and kind honestly, of process. This is like we're we're seeing uh you know more women going into political office, more women probably going like when it comes to like CEOs and the boards being like, you know what, let's let's get a woman, you know, up at the top so we don't have to worry about spending all this, you know, goddamn money at Fox News paying off twenty five million dollars at a time because fucking <laughs> ugly old News. you know, Bill O'Reilly's like, Well, I'm gonna fucking tug my dick now. So maybe this is a, a way to get uh, women in the door the Fox but. News. Trump cures cancer. After that, Trump cures AIDS. Also, no more Mexicans. Fox News here at 6. And CNN's fake news. Fake news. Yeah, we all know every good news program has an air horn. I hope, actually, CNN should just have like an April Fool's Day where they double down on it. I think, um, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just, like, go straight up Onion style. Yeah, literally Onion style, like, fake news. Like, oh, you call us fake news yeah. for a year? All right. Fox News here on CNN. Your broad... I forgot what the, the James Earl Jones was. What was it like? What? Your Broadcasting Network. Oh, Where oh, they used to have oh, James Earl oh, yeah, Jones yeah, yeah. the uh the tagline. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Maybe that was for MSNBC. Was yeah, it? it was something like that. It was for one of the news outlets. James Earl Jones had that like famous tagline. One of those lefty line. ones, yeah. <clears throat> he was like, CNN, <laughs> I am your father. Well, here's the thing. We This is now uh, spreading into the uh, political sphere in the way that, I mean, obviously a lot more women are running. But this Detro- uh, Detroit, uh, well, I should say she's from Detroit, but this Michigan Attorney General um, is... Uh, Running, I'm sorry, a Michigan woman is running for attorney general uh, for the state because uh, Bill Shewitt, 
is a uh, Republican who can't run for re-election because of term limits, because uh, the uh, Michigan is one of the states with attorney generals. Yay! Term limits. Term limits. So, term limits. so uh, sorry, so, that's my own so this, personal. So this person, uh, the, the, this uh, this woman has actually created this. Dana Nessel um, is the uh, probably pronouncing that hopefully sort of correctly. Dana Nessel, Nessel, whatever, is uh, running for uh, Michigan attorney general and uh, vows to not sexually harass her staff because she is uh, you know more likely or less likely to. To do so because she doesn't have a penis, which I have to say is uh, is uh, that, that tracks. It Nancy, tracks pretty good. Nancy Sinatra has taught us that's a lie. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Sure, they Those want my dicks staff. Are made for sucking, and once I'm a congresswoman. I'm gonna suck all those dicks, even if they don't want them sucked by a woman. Yeah, and it's a shame that she lost that uh, race. <laughs> I wonder, wonder why she had a, a bet. She could have had a better campaign song. <laughs> Definitely didn't have to bring the baby dick sucking into it. She's like, I'm doubling down on the baby dick sucking. I'm not gonna lie about who I am. God damn it. Uh, but anyway, I wanted to play a little clip. Uh, I think the clip is going to tell it best. The first 20 seconds of this political ad of her pretty much telling why she's going to do a better job as a candidate uh, than anybody else you could get in this uh, position. If the last few weeks has taught us anything, it's that we need more women in positions of power, not less. So when you're choosing Michigan's next attorney general, ask yourself this. Who can you trust most not to show you their penis? in a professional setting. Is it the candidate who doesn't have a penis? I'd say so. So she makes some good points. Uh, if you don't have a penis, you're less likely to Louis C.K. it to your staff and Roy Moore it in the, in the fucking downtown Alabama mall, or Michigan mall in this case. Uh, she goes on to one of the things that we didn't play in there. She goes on to mention uh, the fact that there is an all-female ticket um, in uh, Michigan, or there would be if she was a Democratic nominee. Which, which she points out like it's special, and I guess it is because it doesn't happen very often, and it, but there's the no reason that, why it should even be special. But like, the fact that they're, they're who, questioning the always been all male. Yeah, but who, in, who cares? In, in, in general, like if there's an all male ticket, that's just called a ticket. It's kind of like when uh, uh, listening to. Um, uh, did you ever watch uh, Portlandia? Uh, off and on. Yeah, I, you know, I haven't so, seen them all. So you know, um, um, uh, what is it? Carrie Brownstein from. Uh, she was also in Slater Kinney. Um, you know, she's the. She it's her yeah. and Fred Armisen show. Yeah, and she mentioned uh, in, a, in an interview once that it's pretty good because. And I've been guilty of this up until like, you know, probably not that many years ago where if there's a female in a band as like the lead or there's more than one female in a band, it's a chick band. In other words, they have chicks in it. Chick band. If there are, or if it's Are you all, serious? Or I mean, all, chick, chick now isn't a safe term to use well, anymore no, no, either. But like, but, but I, I still like, use it. But. Yeah, but people call bands like that are especially all females chick bands. If a if a band is all male, they're just called bands. And she was pointing that out. I'm like, oh shit, you know what? I've definitely said yeah, that. Yeah, you like, know what? Oh, I've, def chick I've definitely said that too. It's different than a chick flick, which means it's a uh, a movie made and intended well, for women. I guess because it's like, an outlier, it's it's a one off. Yeah, like, and, and if, so you're like, oh, oh no, ninety nine percent of all bands are all dudes, and then one percent is girls, and then you see that one percent band, you you want to say it's a chick band, and chick may sound derogatory to women. Yep. But at the same time, it's good. Well, it, that, it's yeah, good it, that people get excited and want to point that out. You actually will get more. Well, social yeah, but media I, think, I, I think her point wasn't so much about the word "chick" as it was just the fact that, like, it's and in, in, in that it maybe shouldn't be so like like whoa, like especially in music where it's not really that crazy to like. It's probably pretty fifty fifty as far no, as but a lot bands of our, with a women. Good, and a lot bands of people with get men, excited so. when a band's like 
really good, and all of a sudden you're like, oh wait, every member of this band's a girl. That's fucking awesome. Like you, add, you double down on it. Yeah, I mean, you well, might you, notice you, it because it does seem like an outlier, but the fact that it's an outlier also says something about society too. So. Oh, totally, because that shouldn't be an outlier. Well, but it, it, it but happens it a lot, is. especially. I'm a drummer, yeah. and it happens a lot, especially with uh, drummers. It's actually, I'm like excited when I'm like, oh my god. It's kind of like when you see females in horror. It's very obvious like the like that there are not very many so it's good when you get that peppered into the genre or when you get like female drummers or female musicians in general it's not like oh goody they're doing it too like in a pandering way it's just like oh like diversity is good in every single aspect and uh now it sounds like i'm pandering but i'm not really this is just me rambling but um but anyway so the uh vote uh i mean she's the uh democratic nominee um or wants to be the democratic nominee for attorney general in michigan and as uh, she was pointing out oh crazy you would have an all-female ticket that people would even notice that because that's just be crazy where it's the fact that i'm pretty sure there have been a lot of all-male tickets and that's just considered politics baby um i mean women make uh, up a now a uh a disproportionate amount not disproportionate uh, um an even amount of the electorate uh or possibly more i think actually they vote more than men so now, Jer, you designed the bulk of this week's show, yes. um, and we are down to probably our last two stories. I, you know, well, time. and one of, uh, and we got state of the week to do, so I'm going to say one more story and update your pick, and we'll just save okay. the rest of the stories for next week. And uh, this one's actually just a really quick one. This is about because uh, I thought this was really interesting. There is a Jesus statue. Um, that has been on display at the cathedral in Spain, um, a cathedral in Spain, and uh, they recently found that it had a uh, a secret message, like it essentially was utilized as a time capsule, and uh, from 1777. And the interesting thing is, is they decided to place the message in the ass of Christ. So they uh, they found they they were saying the, it's not the best hidden place of all. It's it was like this is a place where people hopefully won't look for a while. It'd be terrible if it was found like the day after. It'd be like, what are you looking in the ass of Christ for? Like the day after I put that statue. Try fucking this statue, but its ass is yeah. full of paper. <laughs> Jeez, who did this? I want to fuck a stone statue with an ass that's not full of paper. See, I'm from 1777. See, <laughs> I was waiting <laughs> I for that. They I was talk, waiting for it. They talk like that, probably. Um, so anyway, 1777. This uh, uh, this chaplain of the Cathedral of Burgo de Osma, who was a uh, name is Joaquin Minguez or Minguez, probably. Um, uh, wrote a letter and uh, pretty much just included in there just like you would any time capsule some of the information about what was going on in their day like we died of typhoid and sometimes we play cards wheat's a good thing that's pretty much it I think that was what his, uh, his, his message said yeah, he just but, talked about the time and age he was like our crops yeah. are wheat rye yeah. barley oats uh, malaria is a problem typhoid's like, a problem like, like, I, like I said Scott uh Typhoid, well, that's a big one. It's a problem. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. What do we get? Hey, Wait, have you ever tried this rye thing? That's good. That's I would good. love that if he was a really bad writer and he's like, Oats! Our main crops are typhoid and malaria. <laughs> Some of our problems are wheat. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Not, not a glutard. <laughs> Um, so I, I just thought it was really interesting. Uh, you know, 240 years it took for us to find because apparently it's not. It's common for like statues to be uh, hollow, but uh, the fact that this one, so it's, it wasn't like oh, this thing you know ha has this little compartment. It was like oh, this is just a statue. It was in the then, butt of Jesus, and then the, the butt. All glory of all time is always stored in the ass of Jesus, ladies and gentlemen. 
All right, I think you still have time for one more story if you want to try well, to... Well, I just wanted to give a little quick update because, and actually it's not really an update because we didn't even Flatter. get to the story last week, but we were going to get to a story about a man that you've probably all heard about by now because we've actually been trying to get to this for two weeks, Mad Mike Hughes, who is a flat earther who is, uh, he is making it his mission and also a GoFundMe uh, that raised $20,000. By the way, if this guy can raise $20,000 to get a rocket to prove, quote-unquote, the, the Earth is flat. Let's get that 15000 to help kids. How about that? Um, but anyway, this guy was able to get a successful GoFundMe campaign to get uh, a rocket that he's going to shoot into, not even the stratosphere, just a little bit. He's going to go up, and he's uh, he's going he's gonna to notice, he's going to prove by doing this that the, uh, the Earth is flat. He's not a scientist whatsoever. Anyway, uh, we were going to report on that last week. Ran out of time. I think the week before, too. So you may have all heard about this by now, but... Update now. It's actually like older news because he's been uh, suffering some setbacks. The first one from last week, he wasn't able to do it because uh, the place in Ca- California he wanted to do it on public land. Uh, the FAA over public. wouldn't let him uh, launch. Exactly, and the uh, and the BLM, not the uh, Black Lives Matter, but the Bureau of Land Management in California would uh, also found out. And he was like, "Well, I had a spoken agreement with them over the phone, talking to somebody named Chauncey who told me I could do it. I can't believe that's not allowed." He says it's still going forward. So anyway, they were going to do it this last Saturday, I believe it was, and they were driving out to do it. And uh, apparently this rocket scientist uh, failed to strap the rocket properly onto the truck. <laughs> Guess what? This is going to be amazing when I he mean, finally takes off. I mean, this is a steam-powered rocket. It's a steam-powered rocket. rocket that he built for $20,000 that he doesn't even know how to tie to a truck. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not, I'm not one of those gore hounds who wants to see people die. I don't go to those websites or anything like that. So I don't even think I'll tune in when this happens because I'm pretty sure this man is going to die when this actually happens. This may have been a fi- act of fate that apparently uh, the the thing was not secured properly to the truck. It was driving down the road and it uh, it kind of slid a little bit off the back of the truck and got dragged for a while and fucked up a little bit of it. It's only a superficial damage, so he... He is telling us that it's going to happen. Mad Mike Hughes is still going to have it happen. He's just got to bring it back for some repairs. A in the man next couple who does weeks. not believe in science is about to fly a partially dragged, broken, steam-powered rocket <laughs> into the stratosphere to prove the Earth is flat. Yes. All those things you just said, absolutely true. All Isn't that it. crazy? This is a factual-based podcast. I will watch this, and I will have a drink when he dies. I will pour I will some. Drink to I, will, his death. I, I will dump a little. Uh, I will get a forty specifically to pour out specifically in in, in the flat Earth man's honor. Um, but what the fuck do you expect is going to happen? Um, anyway, so that's now we're uh, uh, running the show, yeah. so we're going to do uh, state of the week. So this week, let's get lost in Massachusetts. Yeah, this is right around the corner from us. It um, is right around the corner from Vermont. That's how states work. You want to leave Vermont? Go around the corner. Around the corner? Massachusetts is there. Hey, about that corner? That's New Hampshire. What about that one? Eh, nobody cares about that one. Oh, wait. No, that's New Hampshire. Yeah, nobody cares about that one. No Sorry, one cares about that one. I actually love New Hampshire, uh, uh, except for Manchester. Manchester's You lost your hole. virginity there, but then five years later, you found it. It was where you left it. Did I? Yeah. Near yeah. Lake Wobegon. <laughs> yep, yep. That's it. I lost my <laughs> lost my virginity to Lake Wobegon, and I found Garrison it. Keillor, right? He raped you when you were a child. Oh, those fucking creepy ass lips <clears throat> lumbering toward me. Oh. I remember when Jeremiah came to visit me on Lake Wobegon. It was a quiet summer's night. The crickets were chirping. The fireflies were out. The lake yeah. was placid, but yet tepid. 
I uh, I Nancy Sinatra's dick so good. I got we got to turn Nancy Sinatra into a verb now. I, I, know I, that, right? I, I told Jeremiah not to get hard. I preferred the baby dick. He kept getting more turgent and turgent, and I kept telling him baseball stats. Then the baby dick came back, and I was in full fury. Here, Luke, we will be gone. You can't have a baby dick if you get it excited. Garrison Keillor, you know ladies Garrison and gentlemen. Garrison did sexual assault <laughs> yeah. this week, right? I do, yes, I saw okay. that. And the first thing I thought is, those creepy-ass frog lips coming toward me would mm. fucking freak me the fuck out. Have you ever had grandma's pumpkin pie left on the windowsill near Lake Wobegon? Well, I fucked somebody that I, didn't want it once. I once fucked a boy and his sister. Uh, they wanted the pie, but I wanted their pie worse. Yeah, groped my grandmother, too. It was a good yeah. one. It's a good Rape, day. Raped her dentures out of her mouth, sold them on eBay. Ah. Uh, that's how I got these new high-test mics. See, here in Lope Wobegon, there's a lot oh, of crickets. He's from uh, Lope Wobegon. There's a lot of crickets, uh, his... and these high-powered mics, they, they filter out the sound. If I had never raped the dentures out of my grandma's own mouth, you'd be hearing crickets right now, and aren't you happy that I raped her? Yeah. Garrison Keeler, ladies Garrison and gentlemen. Garrison Keeler, signing off. Forever, hopefully. <laughs> See, we, we've we lost a lot of heroes. I've always hated Garrison Keeler. But, no, uh, it's, it's a year um, of sexual assaults. Yeah. We literally are surrounded by fucking perverts and assholes. Yeah, yeah that's great. Um, and now talking about Massachusetts, Massachusetts. a state full hey. of perverts and assholes. Um, well, here's the thing. When 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 asked, uh, probably even for us who are, are familiar with Massachusetts, when asked what the drunkest part of Massachusetts would be, most people would think the the home of the Red Sox and the Patriots of Boston. You know, like it's actually got, South Boston. You've got uh, yeah, it's it yeah, it's Southie. It's no, don't, it's, you don't want to talk to them Southies. They they give you a quarter and then they call you all kinds of names. It's that Chinese British guy again. Yeah. <laughs> I have one accent. <laughs> well, it's, 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 I feel like it's sort of like this uh, this futuristic a- a- accent. Of yeah, like it's an a amalgamation of everyone. Of every, yeah. It's a melting pot of, of of those, which is so on the fly anyway. Uh, so anyway, it turns out it's Cape Cod. Cape Cod is the drunkest part of Massachusetts, according to a survey, which means fucking nothing. But uh, according to that, uh, Cape Cod brings up the uh, honors for being the uh, drunkest part of Massachusetts. And, uh, well, why did I choose Massachusetts to get lost in, even though we've only got a couple more minutes, so I'm not going to spend a lot more time talking about this, is because uh, there's also a little Christmas tie-in here, which I think is even more interesting, is that they were one of the areas that banned Christmas in 1659. They actually wrote a law that banned Christmas. Was this one of the early uh, people escaping religion in Europe kind of things? Uh, No, this was actually more of a so much religion that it was like... Christmas was not religious. I don't want your religion. I want to go on the streets and I want to ring all the bells and light all the trees, but they're they're not for religion. They're for happiness and family. Well, that's uh, you're not actually that far off because what okay, 1600s very puritanical time and it's uh, so puritanical. I said it wrong. <laughs> Such a puritanical time, uh, which I, I said puritanical, right? Did I, I? Oh, I just butchered the word puritanical. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I realized that after I, I, I said it, I, I just wrote it out. I, 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 I was, I was like, wait, did I say it wrong? Or did, like, okay, good. Um, anyway, so, so there's, um, uh, the, okay, so the reason it is because Christ, uh, Christmas is considered essentially was considered and should be today a pagan holiday because that's essentially what it is it's been recreated well, it's from all those people in the trees they used to live in the woods and all fairies would bring them gifts and you know what Jimmy 
Jimmy, they're gonna give you gifts too if you just believe in them. You got a little. You've got a pretty good. Uh, what a wonderful. Uh, <laughs> or wonder. It's a wonderful life, kind of. Oh, oh, Mister So and So. Wow, that's a Barney Fife I got in there. Okay, that's uh, that's not the guy at all. But uh, Jimmy Stewart. You had a little Jimmy Stewart there. Better than oh, mine. I, I believe I've got this down. Merry Christmas to all. Oh, you get a bell, and you get a bell, and you get a bell. I don't want a bell. <laughs> Wait, this is how Christmas started? <laughs> we just all get bells? Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart running around in 1602 oh, telling everyone they got bells. Like, what do we do with these? Bells for everybody! And that's where the song Jingle Bells came from. Yeah, people, people threw their bells in the trash, and it was the sound of jingling. Uh, tra- the, on Trash Day, the day of Christmas Day. Filled the streets. Um, anyway, um, I'm actually going to uh, leave this story a little shorter than I expected, because I don't want to uh, uh, abandon our listeners here. Because, And not only that, because this story is actually going to come back. So I just want to li- leave you on that. Christmas was banned in Massachusetts in two weeks we're going to do a Christmas episode and this is actually going to come back under a larger banner where I'm going to go into detail about some of the awesomeness of the band Christmas well, this, of the 1600s. The story's coming back next week. Let's all come back. Two weeks from now. And uh, well, in that time, I I think we should let the show go so everyone could have a Merry Christmas. I think that's good, and uh, we're going to leave now. Well, I'm going to say we're done, so get lost. Get lost and enjoy the song by Sonic Jalopy. You get lost, and you get lost, and you, you get a bell, get lost. and you get a bell. <laughs> Oh, little Jimmy, you know, you shake my bills the right way, and someday people in important places are going to find out. <laughs> I'll suck my oh. dick, Jimmy. Oh, oh shit. Not su- Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Not Jimmy Stewart. Play with my Jimmy's, Jimmy. <laughs> Merry Christmas to all. And you, child, suck my cock. Oh. Well, I don't even know who that was. That was not Jimmy Stewart. That's not even part of a Christmas tale. That's just a thing you said to be weird. We all know that favorite movie, A Christmas Tale. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. That's the one with Fievel. <laughs> oh, yeah, that fucking immigrant Fievel coming over and be like, I'm going to ruin America. We all remember when Fievel was an undocumented immigrant and he couldn't get a job to save his life. Yeah. He'd be like, when that bell rings, there's a Santa Claus for everybody. And I'm like, that's an angel, you little immigrant spick. <laughs> He's called him a spick. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart called Fievel a spick. <laughs> I think that's where we end this show. All right, everyone, get lost. Christmas morning, wake up to the saddest screaming. All my friends and family are stopped in stockings overnight. We were enslaved. Watching robot hands dig our human graves. We used to think and say that this could never happen. That we controlled the robot army, but we cannot ever. We were so damn blind. Now we'll watch as they extinguish humankind It's an AI Christmas It's an AI Christmas It's an AI Christmas Yeah, it's an AI Christmas They started with the children, chopped them up in pieces Fed them to the parents who they hung from Christmas trees Oh, what a sight to see when they got Santa Claus, they proved they had no mercy 
they chopped his dick off, stuffed it in his bulging sack Then fed his insides as a little tasty midnight snack To all the reindeer on his sled Rudolph started weeping when they cut off Santa's head It's an AI Christmas It's an AI Christmas It's an AI Christmas